Hey King Worldwide, it's Lisa. Hope you're having a great day. Today we're going to be talking about our Father God and Jesus and Holy Spirit and how everything about God is successful. And I know that seems cliche and I know that we probably already know that, but the truth of the matter is, let's think about it. Everything about our Father God is triumphant, is victorious, is successful. And there is no failure, friends. In the kingdom of God, which is actually in our hearts, right? The kingdom of God is just like heaven. And in heaven, there's no deterioration. There's no mishaps. And there's nothing negative happening. Would you agree? Would you agree that God's kingdom realm, the heavenly realm, in heaven is paradise. And none of the enemy or negative is there. That is the truth. The truth also is that within us, is the kingdom of God and we can live the same way. That doesn't mean that there won't be negative circumstances or, or situations because the Satan, God of this world system, is the evil genius and he is on this earth deceiving so many. However, we don't have to be deceived. So we want to focus on Colossians 3, 2, which says, set your mind on things above not on things of this earth. And I'm gonna go through some examples, but first I wanted to give a definition of our mind. We all know this, but it's very good to remind ourselves that what we think about, what we feel, our imaginations, our memories, everything that we're thinking in our brain is the soulish realm. And it must be renewed or transformed or line up with God's word in order to successfully live by the Holy Spirit and live in victory in this earth realm. But let me give you the definition about the mind. A mindset, this is just a regular dictionary, says the part or faculty of a person by which one feels, perceives, thinks, remembers, desires, and imagines. Individual consciousness or memory. All right, those are, that's just a natural definition of the mind. So if the Colossians 3.2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth, that means set our feelings on things above, what we perceive on things above, what we think about, what we remember, what we desire, what we imagine. So it can't be, okay, I'm just gonna say scripture and, that, and we think that we have our mind set above. That's not accurate because we could be going to church on Sunday, but then Monday through Saturday, we could be living like the world. That's not going to get it. Things above are things such that are peaceful, successful, God's way, full of joy, love, triumph, victory. It's a sure thing with God. Winning, being connected, relationships, health, wealth abundance. Those are the things that are above God's kingdom. Things that are on the earth. Everybody is familiar with this. Pressure, timelines, bills, problems, issues, circumstances, currency, the world, disconnections, dis, dis, disharmony, insecurities, fear, worry, doubt, unbelief. Those are the things that are on this earth. So let's go back over Colossians 3, 2. 
Set your mind on things above. And I'm going to add such as peace, success, the love of God, peace that passes all understanding, like the word says. Colossians 2:15 was how or 2:14 2:15 how Jesus defeated the enemy. That's also Hebrews 2:14 and 51 of the two. Um, if we're constantly, we need to take inventory. If we're constantly allowing the pressure, the job, our situations, our assignments, um, if we're allowing these issues to control us, then our mind is set on the earth, on things of this realm. And it says clearly throughout all the word that we cannot win or be triumphant God's way by focusing on things of the earth. In fact, it, the word says, cast our cares over to the Lord for he cares for us. And sometimes people who are survivors, go-getters, intellectually strong, used to have a hard time with this, Eric, because they think that their worth is determined by what they do and how they make things happen and how smart they are and how um, their experience and expertise makes them who they are. And they're in the past afraid to not pursue that way. It, it can be a difference and it can be scary. But when we keep filling up with the word of God, we will find that it, the peace with the security of God is beyond, beyond anything in this world. We are created to rule over the cursed world, rule over sin. Genesis 4, 7 said we should rule over it. Also, Hebrews talks about mastering over. Well, let me get to the details here. Genesis 4, 7 from the Amplified Classic says, when it was um, talking to Cain, God said, If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, curse, the curse or sin, um, what clutches at your door? I, I read the, the word wrong. Apologize on that. Its desire is for you, the curse, but you must master it. This was in Genesis 4. This is even before Jesus came. So the sin, curse, Satan's way is crouching as a lion at the temple door. That's also in Hebrews. Satan is like a crouching lion that desires to devour you, but you must master it. So one might say, okay, that's well and good. I agree with that, but how do we do it? So we do this by deciding for our mind that your mind will be disciplined under the control of the word of God, staying in God's kingdom realm, doing life, the kingdom of God way, not like people trying to succeed in this earth realm. I'm telling you, this was the greatest revelation that God showed me back in 2012, 13 and 14 before he asked me to finish with that career in pharmaceuticals, he taught me, he goes, look over here, look at your colleagues. They are busting it, trying to be number one. And that's fine. It's not a problem to be number one. Is that what God told them to do? Because I'm a go-getter. I want to be number one. The Lord said, yes, you're going to do your best, but you're going to do what I tell you. And I promise you, it was, my life was so much more prosperous in every area. Personally, Socially, financially, mentally, spiritually. When we do things God's way, it's not just one area. It will, God's kingdom, God's word will take care of everything. And it's, that's why we have God's way of success on Mondays with my dad, because it is his way of success, which is not doing things like the world, not making things happen. 
Since God's kingdom realm and God's ways are 100% successful, doesn't it make sense to remove one's self from operating by the world's current way and setting ourselves on things above, which is God's way? Doesn't it make sense? We can't win by straddling the fence. It's unsuccessful long-term and extremely frustrating because it's tied to or connected to the enemy's realm. Our Father's way always wins. It might not, we might not be winning the way we think it should win, but God's way always wins. If we aren't seeing this, it means we aren't fully operating in God's kingdom realm. When we up and operate in God's kingdom realm, there are circumstances the enemy still tries to do things. I'm not saying that we're, we're that's not going to happen. What I'm saying is like Paul, he was in chains and he wrote basically the whole New Testament, all his letters, wrote from jail because in his mind, he was in the spirit. He let the spirit lead. He did not let the natural earthly chains and circumstances of jail and him, the pressure about to get his head chopped off, you know, martyred for Jesus. He didn't let or allow that to be the dominant thoughts. He prayed in the spirit more than anyone, which I believe is the number one thing we can do along with being in the word. And he was so caught up in the spirit that it does not, it did not matter where he was naturally or circumstances, right? So let's go before our father God and ask him to clearly show us what areas are connected that we are involved with are connected to the world's way so we can replace those areas with God's kingdom realm. When I, again, when I first started walking like this and living like this in the Lord, I didn't know how to do it. And the Lord is not asking you to do anything that he won't show you. It, it's a process. It's a journey. It really is one thought at a time. I would have never gotten to the point where I can make the decision to monitor every thought at a time had I not filled up with the word of God and and made a decision to do the tithe of my time in the word. I recommend everybody. I don't care who you are. If you want to know how to live God's way, set aside seven days even and spend time in the word with eyes on the page. Hour and a half in the morning, hour and a half at night. Yeah, it's a commitment. It's hard to do at first, but watch what happens. Watch what happens and then email me and let me know because your life will change if you sincerely put your eyes on the page in the word of God and commit to reading. And you can read lots of translations and just spend time with God an hour and a half in the morning, hour and a half at night for seven days. That's a more than a tithe of your time. Watch what happens. You will see that you, it, uh, the word will take over your thinking. And if we make excuses, then we really don't want it. And that's fine. I'm not, it doesn't matter to me what anyone does. It's just living unto the Lord and in his realm, there's nothing like it. And I just want to share that that's what he has for us. It doesn't mean we're perfect. No, but God is. And it's so exciting to live this way. All right. So have a great day and we will talk soon.